Chris, are you ready? You've had Nothing. a, rough, you've had a, a so. rough, rough week, pal. You've bailed on all your clients, but you show up for a podcast. How's it going? I know they're, they're going to be absolutely spewing when they hear me on this. But yeah, well, let, let, let's get one thing straight. You are talking for the majority of this podcast. I am not good at talking, though. It's going to be a challenge, that, isn't it? Mate, I need, I need gas and air over here. Every time I talk, I need to, like, gasp. If there's any medics listening to this, by the time it comes out, right, just, just reach out to Chris, please, and just give him some oxygen. He needs some help. <laughs> it's been a struggle this week, I'm not going to lie. It's been a struggle. Do you know what, though, it's, guys? it's my own fault, though. It's my own fault. Because I said to Jess last week, I said, you know what? I've done really well. I've not been poorly for years. I've dodged COVID. It's not going to get me. I'm absolutely laughing. Three days later, oh, I'm, I feel like I'm coming down with something here. Just been crucified. COVID. It's, it's not been a good week. Oh, well. It's not it, been a good week. It goes on, goes on. Let's first of all start this off by saying obviously a warm welcome and saying thank you for those of you that uh, downloaded, listened to the last episode. Don't forget as well, if you are downloading and you are liking them and you're enjoying them like that, hopefully you are like that, just just rate it, give it a little rating on, what is it, iTunes and um, what's the other fella, Spotify? Give it a little rating and that'll help us, won't it? Uh, yes, it will. It will. We do, we do really appreciate it. Get, get, get it shared. Yeah. Awesome. Um, the last one was good. I enjoyed the last one with Ali. Yeah, good bit, good bit of training. And like we said, we could have gone on all day and all night with that one. I know. I know. It's maybe, it's maybe missed training this week, though, because I've been locked up. Well, that's your it's, not good, it's not good for your mental health, you know, being locked away. I'm sure we all remember that from lockdown. It, do you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's literally bringing back, mem- bringing back nightmares. I say memories, nightmares. It's horrible. <laughs> Do you know, I, I remember this actually, talking about that from, from lockdown. I thought, I was like, how have I managed this like so much better than like a lot of people, the lockdown bit that is. And when I broke it down, I was like, I had the focus of the business. So I wasn't yeah. bored, right? And also, if you remember, I built a gym in my garage. So yeah. I didn't feel the effects of not having any gym equipment to train with, anything like that. I just, I, I just cracked on. I was fine. And it wasn't until... Finland the start of this year where it went into lockdown when I was there two days after and I didn't have gym for like two and a bit months and oh my gosh did I feel if that that was honestly a huge turning point I can say in my life for realizing how much the gym does for me mentally and how much getting out of the house and going and doing my own thing is incredibly important it is it's it's, it's massive and obviously I think for for us it's it's it is genuinely a part of our lives, but it's it's not just the physical benefits. It is not just the, like, I'm actually dreading it. Well, I'm not dreading it. I can't wait to go back, but I'm dreading it because I'm out of breath sat here talking to you, mate. So God knows what I'm going to like on the fucking bench press. I think you're all right. You're all right. Mate, honestly, honestly. I'll tell you what, though, you, you, you look tired, like mannerism tired-wise, as in like it's a bit... I'm just, I, I, I just, just like constantly lethargic. And yeah. then, like I said to you before we jumped on, like it goes through waves. Like there'll be a time where I think, oh, you know what, I'm coming through this. And then it, half an hour later, I'm like, fucking hell, this, this is not good. You know what's, do you know what's important? Wow. You go through waves, but you jumped on the podcast. I did. I can't, I can't, let, I can't let the people down. 
Did you notice that? Did you notice that though? That language. Chris always pulls me up, guys, by the way, for always saying, are we jumping on? Like that, where are we jumping to? <laughs> it's the one thing that you know they pull me up on. I do, yeah, I do. Where are we jumping to? Yeah, but well, guys, we're going to save Chris's voice today, so that's it now, we're done. No, only kidding. Is that, is that, can, I, can I just go to sleep now? You're done, yeah? No, we are gonna we are gonna actually jump in. We're gonna jump in to discussing. Um, so this week we basically encouraged our clients on the run up to Christmas to take part in an in-house challenge, which means one of you guys, unless you are clients listening to this, uh, will have any idea what we're talking about. Um, but we basically put a put a challenge on for our clients. We did one for the um, you know, muscle building clients and also one for the fat loss clients. You know, and we thought actually a perfect opportunity to jump on, speak about this and to basically say about like the reasons why kind of thing. You know, so one of the biggest things that me and Chris spoke about was this is about showcasing to people at a time of year that they can still achieve something extremely special. Right. Because what happens to a lot of you guys on the run up to Christmas is you basically go, fuck it. Right. I can't achieve this. I'm busy. I've got all these social events. I've got this. I've got that. And you've heard in the past on other podcasts, we've given many different examples of people who have got incredible results through the busiest times of the year. And what I will also say is and how we also put this out there to our clients was I actually took uh, myself and six others uh, to a photo shoot three years ago now. And that was on the 12th of December. Why did I do that? right on that particular day it was simply to prove a point to people that on the run-up to christmas you can be disciplined you can get incredible results so you know that's what we basically threw out there on it chris and you know that's what we're going to cover like you know the eight week challenge like what what does it entail because you know actually i never thought of this before but we can actually inspire some of you guys that are listening to potentially do your own in the background and if you are on instagram uh you know you can tag us in and let us know how you're getting on in the background what do you reckon, Chris? Yeah, I think the um, it's, it is a time of year that people use as an excuse. I think, yes, there's stuff going on. Yes, there's events. But it's almost as if you don't have control over what you put in your mouth. Yeah. Like, and I just think it, it's, it's really, um, really easy for people to use it as a as a uh, as an excuse and then roll on sort of christmas january time it's like oh, well it's january anyway so i'll just do it in january and it's like yeah you're killing yourself you're putting yourself two three four steps behind where you could easily be and under huge stress yeah and it and you know because then you, it, it can all spiral week on week because you've got you know you might have a works do one weekend then you might have a family do the next weekend and it might even go across you might have something on the friday night then something on the saturday night and then something during the week and that's not to say that you have to sacrifice them all but you you can actually put yourself and your health first and the clip you shared of steve bartlett earlier was was different class and i think my um my sister shared it as well just about like how he talks about this tectonic plate that's his health that's actually so so influential in his life for his family for his mum for his dog for his girlfriend for his business and if that's not operating at its best then everything's going to start failing and this is where you've kind of got to look at it and go actually between now and Christmas is a really good opportunity to 
optimize that as best you can so that come January you're only improving things as opposed to playing catch-up yeah just catch my breath um <laughs> all right what, what like... really... no it's all right <laughs> I think that good. the the eight week sort of challenge competition element has benefits and positives as well as as well as potential drawbacks for some, but it's, it's, it's when the, the, it's only drawbacks when people come reliant on having an eight week challenge restriction to then eight weeks of indulgence. That's where it becomes a drawback, which is why our clients are not going to have to worry about that because they're going to be coached through it. So it's fine. Yeah. Um, and I think that's, that's, that's the, we could go into sort of the, the other other sort of restrictive diets and yo-yoing that have that impact on people in terms of bad relationship with food because there's no coaching element to it it's just do this for four weeks or six weeks lose a shit ton of weight but then you're going to be starving yeah it's a bit of, bit of a different approach isn't it mate i think i think that's the thing as well like you know eight weeks what are we doing you know in terms of this with our clients well we're pushing them to achieve something that they didn't think was possible, to achieve thing, something that they weren't aware that they could achieve, you know, however you want to dress that up. But it's not to, you know, absolutely batter them, uh, you know, so that they've got a, like a horrendous relationship with food or anything like that. It's about teaching them still how to manage their food. It's everything like that. It's just them going that little extra mile, maybe saying that little extra no you know, to then achieve an even better result and realize that, oh my God, I can do this. And the reason why as well that I'll pull this out is because like I said at the start, I took a group of people to that photo shoot on the 12th of that December, right? And that then led them into the period of Christmas, but it also led them to realizing what was truly possible when they put their mind, they realized that they do have discipline. They realized that they can say no to things, right? And it's like we've touched on with our client roadmap is that, when they're going through such a fat loss phase like that, as long as their coach has one eye on their future and communicates that to them saying, look, at the end of this period here where we're going to push you that little bit harder, we're going to pull you out of it at the other end and this is how we're going to do it. So even though that eight-week period might not be sustainable, chances are it won't be sustainable for the long term, the actual long, the actual result will be sustainable long term because you'll be guided and taught how to, how to come out the other end. Um, but yeah, it's, it's one of those, and I look at it as well, you know, when people speak about health and fitness and they want to, they want to achieve something, they'll often say, you know, I saw it literally like you were just saying there about Stephen Bartlett's post, but they, they say that, you know, oh no, Chris, I'm, I'm sorry, mate. Um, I, I can't do anything now. I can't start now. It's Halloween on Monday and it's a, it's bonfire night a couple of days after that. And then I've got my mum's uncle's auntie's cousin's party. And then I've got this, and then I've got the pre-Christmas parties. And then I've got the, and then I've got, and, and that individual, every single month throughout the year, every single week will find an excuse to put something off. And the funniest thing is about those individuals is they become the most frustrated individuals because they're not getting where they want to get to. But it's because, again, it comes back to that thing of values. They're not living life congruent with their values, right? They're, they're saying that they value their health, which they clearly do. Otherwise, they wouldn't feel the frustration. But then their actions are saying something else. And that's, again, this little driving force as to why we were like, right, you know what, guys? Like, we're going to challenge you. You've got eight weeks between now or this Monday just gone and Christmas 
And we're going to now push you harder, you know, for a result to take you to the next level, like show you what that next level looks like and give you that astonishing result. So again, you know, some of these people are going to lose, you know, more than like 10 pounds on the run into Christmas. And they're going to be like, Jesus. And then that's going to give them the belief that they can then handle anything. And like we know with social events, I'm sorry, but if you learn to handle Christmas, if you learn to handle holidays, if you learn to handle meals out, all of these things, you will then have an incredible result that you can attain for life. And that's that's what we say again, like you can't teach that in eight weeks, right? No. You literally cannot teach that in eight weeks, but that's obviously why we have obviously minimum terms as well, um, you know, about staying with us and, and stuff in terms of coaching. But it's, um, yeah, it's something that people need to think about is when they do do eight-week challenges, like I said, like this is in-house. We didn't go post it out there and say this is what we're doing because that wouldn't go with our ethics um, uh, realistically, would it? In terms of like how we say about a long-term result, we're not going to jump out there and say, right, okay, guys, like let's get shredded in eight weeks because we know that that individual, they might get shredded in eight weeks, but we then have to keep them on in the coaching process with us for at least another two to three months after that to make sure that they ultimately maintain and learn everything that they want to get. Anyone could jump into an eight-week program and get shredded, right? Pretty much. Pretty much. Um, unless, yeah. unless, obviously, they're heavily, heavily overweight. Yeah. And I think that you touched upon the client roadmap, which I think we can we can share with people if people are sort of like a bit curious as to what that looks like of working with us and, and sort of transitioning through sort of the different phases that we work in. Let us know. Drop us a DM on Instagram. Um, we can either a share that with you or b jump on a call and talk you through that because it's I think it's really important that people do understand that yet yeah, eight week challenges you know do have their benefits and you know it, it can give you that little bit of buy in in terms of you know you can achieve a hell of a lot and if you are willing to have that discipline and sacrifice then great but that needs to be supplemented by a series of um coaching conversations and calls around what that looks like either side there's probably a bit of prep before and a bit of coaching after that's really going to be beneficial for you um so yeah we can we can share that with you and, and talk you through that because it's um something that's fresh for us that we've we've spent some time recently going through to build because it's it's important to have that that clarity for for each and every one of the individuals that we work with um but yeah i think eight week challenges um as a whole do give people that extra sort of incentive as well um which i do think is you know we're, we're all human sometimes we do need a bit of a carrot right like it's, it's you know we're not we're not all robots um and i think sometimes that can just give people a little bit of an added nudge in terms of you know what yeah i'm i want to get up that bit earlier to go and get a bit more cardio in or i'm going to get get my extra gym session in this week as opposed to just kind of going, you know what, I don't necessarily need to get it in. Um, so there's there's definitely a psychological element to it as well, I think. Um, and like we said, th this time of year, depending on when you guys are listening to this, you might listen to this deep into 2023 and thinking, oh yeah, well, who knows, there might be another one coming up. I'm thinking ahead here, thinking ahead. Only in-house though. Only in-house, yeah, but... Um, only in house, yeah, and and you know it's 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 um like I say yeah having that having that incentive can um can be a big catalyst for people 
you know, we, we spoke about, um, um, well, we haven't, not on the podcast actually, but on one of the webinars, we spoke about weight plateaus, which again, we can probably share with you. Um, talk about like weight plateaus. And actually sometimes something like this could actually help get through a weight plateau when people are getting relatively sort of Stand. complacent or comfortable or stagnant yeah <clears throat> um you know in a little little sort of mini challenge um you know we, we kind of do this anyway at times with some of our clients go right the next four weeks you know you've got a holiday coming up let's have this sort of four weeks as a bit of a sort of mini sort of challenge and you can do it one-to-one um which i guess we've not really spoke about um i know that i've done it with a few clients before in yeah. terms of that um so yeah I'm just gonna go and get get some get some oxygen. <laughs> go, go and get that. But no, it is it is <coughs> a thing to you know to make I guess to make you guys aware of. <laughs> you <are you> struggling? <laughs> yeah, sorry, I just had to mute. <laughs> you're all good. You're all good. You you mute away. Chris is literally currently dying the other side of the screen, guys. But we're all good here. Um, but yeah, like little challenges, putting them in there and and then making sure that you've got a safe exit from it, which is, I think, what a lot of people don't actually think about in that long term. Uh, but when you talk about like the phases as well, I can't remember if, if we've even touched on this, but in the past like that I might have done. But it's like, you know, what a lot of people never do is they never look ahead to that long term. They never go, what what about the end of, you know, the fat loss phase, right? because it's never the end of your journey. Your journey is constantly ongoing, but it's what about the end of this journey or, or this, sorry, this, this phase? Well, what happens after this phase depends on your body composition and where you want to go as an individual. So some people at the end of this little competition that we're running in-house may well want to learn what maintenance looks like, okay? And what that feels like and what kind of things are involved in maintenance. Brilliant. That'll go into that. Some people may well go, oh, I'm pretty lean right now. I'd love to add some muscle on. This was me, okay? So, you know, I went into that building phase, right? Amazing. I'm now in a building phase, adding tissue on. What does that phase look like? How do I manage this phase, right? There's all sorts of gut health digestion protocols you've got to look at. You've got different training aspects. You've got recovery. You've got all these different elements that come into what it is that you do. They may well, all, at the minute, they're basically uh, those guys that are in the fat loss side of things. They'll be, you know, pushing hard in the fat loss phase, which phase comes next. There's also another phase, which most people have never looked at, and that is the performance phase you know, which is something that me and Chris were speaking about just before coming on this, uh, you know, which was saying about, you know, it's basically where you're in a state of, you know, optimal physical and mental performance. You're performing to your absolute best on all fronts. You know, again, what does that look like? Why do most people struggle to ever get to that level or struggle to move into the other levels? It's because they can't take their eyes off fat loss. They're so focused on literally losing weight, losing weight, losing weight, whereas they're not actually looking at the actual process. Someone said to me just the other day in terms of, you know, like building, in fact, I should actually come out with Nina's comment. She called me a cupboard. Says you look like a cupboard. Apparently it's the direct translation from the Finnish word. <laughs> I was like, a cupboard? What kind of compliment is that? But, you know, someone was saying to me like, you know, oh, you're looking really well at the minute. I was like, oh, thank you. Like, much appreciated. Well, I'm heavier than what, like I'm, I'm nearly heavier than what I've ever been. But I'd say that at this particular weight, I'm probably in the best shape that I've been. And you know what's funny? 
I don't care about the scales. What I'm actually looking at is I'm like, yes, my strength's going up. Yes, my energy's going up. I feel in a good place like that. I'm in control. My clothes are fitting well. I'm like, this is a good place to be. It almost makes me not want to go into the into the fat loss phase to, to cut down after adding the tissue because I feel in a good place. You know, and it is, it's having that long-term mindset, isn't it? And I guess, you know, like questions from some people will be, you know, what next? In terms of me speaking of my journey after this, what next? Well, I don't know what next because I've got to finish the building phase, see where I'm at, look at my physique, okay? And this is the thing, I'm just, I'm just assessing it, but not just looking at physique. I'm looking at and asking myself, how do I feel in myself? I may well get to the end of the building phase and go, I feel pretty damn good. I'm going to stay here and then learn what maintenance looks like at that, that particular level. But I also may well say, do you know what? I want to do a bit of a tidy up. I want to lose a bit of body fat. I fancy, you know, just dropping down, being a little bit lighter. I'm feeling a bit heavy, you know, clothes are a bit too tight now and then coming down. And I think it is just that assessment. And I think a key thing to throw in there as well is when do you get, when, when, when do you just say I'm happy? I, I, it's, it's, I don't know. Because I think you, you, there'll, there'll be a, there'll be a point, obviously, but it depends what what mindset you are and like. Mm. Um, I'll 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 always want to be improving in one facet. Yeah, and if that's but, but here's a question then, so to so that people can enter the mindset of, you know the likes of me and you who let's, I, I don't believe, well, I know I'm not like that. I'm not unhappy with the way that I look, the way that I feel, the way that I perform. I'm doing it just to see what extra edge I can get. Right. I'm doing it to see if I can just improve to that next level kind of thing. Um, but I'm ultimately happy in myself. Okay. So I'd, I'd imagine the same for you. So what's in your mindset in and around that? Like you said, like I want to just keep improving in some facet or another. Yeah. So I think like, Again, I mean, today is not a good day to be talking about it because this is you're you're going to improve. I've lost the back of this illness. I've lost three and a half kilos since I'm in COVID. But anyway, I see your jawline. By by by, by, I think it's it's always wanting to to improve in a sense of so. For example, we're doing the photo shoot in in May with our clients, right? So in my head. My benchmark is the last photo shoot I did, which was 2019. Now, there's no way I'm coming in not better than that. There's just yeah. no way. Like, that's just not, doesn't even process. So I'm, I'm going to have to train harder and better. I'm going to have to be a bit more on point with my nutrition. I'm going to have to make sure that I, I fucking do the cardio. Yeah. Because I know that's what it takes, but I'm going to have to go that bit more. So I guess in, I guess in the sort of, the immediate future of what that looks like for me from my fitness journey. That's, that's what it is. Um, I think from a point of view of maintenance and then being happy, I think I'll, again, I think we're we're probably of a mindset now whereby we've had our sort of rough period of we're not happy in our skin. We're, we're, I think we're, we're probably a bit more in control of that now. I'm happy in my skin. I know that I'm in pretty decent shape. Can definitely improve, but I'm happy for the most part. I could walk down the street with my top off and be happy. Whereas you go back four, five, six years, no chance. I'd hated it because it's just it's never been it's never been something I've been confident in doing. Um, and that's 
essentially what I want to do with who I work with. Like I want well, guys, the, the females I work with, you know, you can keep your tops on for the most part. Um, <laughs> but guys, like I want, I want, I want to instill that confidence in them, whereby they can, you know, when it is a heat wave in England, they can literally go into the go on the park and take the top off and feel great. That's what I want. That's who I want to help with. Um, but in terms of yeah, getting to a point of being happy, I just think that yes, there's getting to that point's great, but I still think that I'll just always be like, I'll have like performance targets of in the gym. I want to be getting stronger, I want to be improving. And you know, you know, and I'm 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 almost certain that that might change from a point of view of maybe changing the way that my workouts are structured. So I might, I might look at it, incorporating some more sort of higher intensity work. So whether that's incorporating sort of the, the assault bike or the rower, this is just not part of my, and hasn't been, but I think actually that's something that I don't really look at. Like I don't really look at my resting heart rate. I looked at it this week because of COVID and it's like, like 90. I was like, this isn't good. But these are other markers that I might actually, that's not something that I've really ever tracked before, but that'll be something that I probably will look at tracking post photo shoot yeah. as an example. So I don't think that there'll ever be a point where I'll just be like settled and like, right, this is it now for the rest of my life. I just don't think there will be. Do you, do you know why I think that is as well though? Because like, I know I'm exactly the same, like I'll continue training and I'll continue having some kind of like performance goal or something just to, to move towards. Like it's you stimulus, know, right? You need something yeah, to stimulate. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I always remember that phrase. I think it was at Middleton, you know, without growth, there's no life. Yeah. Right. So it's like, you know, for me, it's like, am I growing? Am I growing physically? Am I growing personally? Am I growing professionally? Am I growing mentally? Like that. It's like, if I'm growing in different areas of my life like that, then I'm going to feel fulfilled. But the moment that you stop, right, it's, it's the main reason that most people quit training, right? Or quit working towards the goal because they're not growing. But it's because then they don't push themselves or they don't know how, you know, and that could go down a whole new rabbit hole. But it is that kind of thing where it's like, you know, what is the outcome that you're working towards? Because if you've got something that you're working towards and you can see yourself making progress towards it, you know that you're growing and you're going to keep going. You're going to keep turning up at the gym, doing your training, you know, making sure that your nutrition's in check and in line with what it is that you're working towards. And, and, you know, eventually then you arrive at that outcome. But then as as you're arriving, I don't know if you find this, but as you're arriving on the way towards the outcome and you're getting closer, then what you tend to do is you start to then think then about what's the next thing that's coming. 100%, on. yeah. You've got you've got a much clearer idea of where you're actually at. Yeah, 100%. 100%. I think the um, and the challenge that we face a lot of the time is when when people come to us or, or clients come to us, they're so fixated on that fat loss scales have got to be going down because that's all they know. Yeah, you've only ever been in this transition or this yo-yoing of right. Let's diet for eight weeks. Right, I've reached where I want to get to. Now there's another eight weeks of just not training, eating what I want, to then do it again. So they're just programmed to only see dieting and fitness or whatever um, as to lose weight, and they only see it as a vehicle to get them to a number. They don't actually see it as a vehicle to go. This is how I'm going to live my life with high energy to support my family so that I can run around after my kids and not be drenched in sweat. 
and yeah. actually take them to the park and be able to chase them on the bike or the skateboard or whatever it is. Whereas you see a lot of a lot of people you've got to try and get that out of them and actually see that, yeah, you'll get to this point, but then it's then about optimizing that and understanding that it's not just a case of coming in, going out point A to point B and then repeating again when you need it. Yeah. It's seeing it as a lifestyle and a life choice that's that, and I'll go back to the Stephen Bartlett clip. If you haven't seen it, for those that are listening, it type type it in because it's so true. If you haven't like and I found it this week genuinely. And this yeah. is this is uh, so we, oh, I got a new car the other day, right? Yeah. You know when you get a new car, it's exciting, isn't it? It's like Christmas yeah, Day. Yeah. Like, right, I want to get out, I want to drive it around. I could not have given as less of a shit. So I was just like, I just want to feel all right. I just want my health. I don't care about the car. I don't give a shit. It got delivered. I was like, just fucking leave it there. I don't care. Because I, so I feel like death. I just want to just feel all right. Yeah. And well, again, like, oh, God, have you taken the car? I was like, no. So like, why is that? I don't because I, I just I could not be asked. Because I just yeah. want I want to feel okay. Yeah. I think that that's it's the, it's the biggest thing. I think it's great to hear it coming from someone like him because. You know, even even I got a message this week. You know, that, that was from a client saying, "Life's life's so incredibly busy. I just don't have time for me on my health right now." And I genuinely nearly replied, and in a way, I hope that they listen to this. I nearly replied saying, "And without your health, what have you got?" Yeah, because you don't have a life. You've got you've got nothing. Without your health, you are absolutely fucked. Yeah, and that's what is actually like. You know, obviously, yeah. You know, we help people improve their health. But that's what I feel is also like a frustration, isn't it? Because it's like, you know, people just, they literally take their life and their health for granted, but then they complain and moan and groan about feeling like shit, right? But then they make zero conscious effort to improve the very thing that would actually change their whole life. And what people look at is they look at it just improving some like little thing. They go, oh, I get to lose some body fat. No, no, no. It's what else it does for you. Um, yeah, we could go down a huge rabbit hole there, but I think we yeah. can we can save that for another podcast, can't we? So, I'll, uh, guys, I'll, I'll be I'll be back on form next week. Apologies for the uh, for full the, form uh, the full uh, run. The, the, the somberness of me this week. In his in his office with his hoodie on, breathing oxygen in every two seconds. <laughs> guys, challenge, I've, I've done well. This is this is the longest I've spoken in the last six days. Wait, it's, you're going to go for a nap now? Aren't you? I'm, I think I'm going after. <laughs> no, a, a huge thank you for listening as always uh, don't forget come and follow myself and Chris on Instagram at robabbis.rca and at chrismeek.rca and also as well you can still get access to our guide if you wish just drop us a message info at rca-fitness.com just put the word guide and we can release our guide on how to lose body fat whilst living a busy life Thanks for listening and we'll see you again next week. Cheers, everyone.